You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. Morning, Cash. Morning, Zach. How are we doing this week, brother? Oh, enjoying the best day ever. I've actually been on a little bit of a movie binge, so it feels like I'm getting back into my little normal roots a little bit. I heard that, man. Yeah, it's been a minute since we got to watch some movies and stuff. Anything good? Anything speakable? Uh, Dune was extremely long, but I got to say 100% worth it. We had a great Jason Momoa performance, which I don't think we've seen in a long time. Yeah, usually you don't put those in the same sentence. No, I feel like he kind of got to play his Cal Drago character, very limited talking, got to do just more fighting than anything else, and you got to see a lot of the excitement that he had during those Game of Thrones days. I heard that. I hadn't got to watch it yet. I've heard good things, so I definitely want to go see it. It is absolutely worth it. it. Now, you've got to block out the time. It is long. It feels long, but not in a bad way, and... I've never read the books, didn't realize it was a book series, but this thing is going to be going on for quite a few years. Sweet. Well, uh, I don't know about your week, but this week was kind of hectic. This was the week of everybody catching the crud, man. Like Everybody was going down right and left, right and left. And of course, with COVID still going on, everybody was kind of like, oh my God, does he have COVID? Does he not? Da, da, da. But be, be honest with you, most people were like, I just feel like crap because yeah. it was the weather change. This is when it officially turned like to me, we're going into winter. Uh, you know, this rain came and wiped Look, out this whole week. You, you want to know why the rain came? Because they decided to continue to name it, it's still Spring Fest 2021. <laughs> and you know what always happens in Spring Fest? It rains. Rain. So what did we get? This monsoon wind kind yes. of thing coming on. Yes. So yes, whoever decided to keep the name, I blame you for this terrible weather <laughs> that is going on. There you go. It has spoken. It yep. has spoken. And because of that, Under the Stars got canceled. I was going to get ready to do the trunk or treat, had it all set. Then, as we said, the rain. So I'm sitting there working, looking at... The weather report, and sure enough, on Facebook, I see that they decided to cancel it. I do think it was the right decision. It's just too cold. You've got kids out yeah, there in costumes. Yeah, it was just like, a bad situation. And they did still pass out some candy, but it, it's not going to be the same right there underneath that little gazebo that they had. So passing it out, bravo to everybody that still decided to push through it. But ah, it, it just hurt. It, it really it does. Did. Ended up seeing the Adams family at the Olive Branch movie theater because we had told my girlfriend's kid that we were going to do something and you try to take away everything not going to end that well yeah no funny little movie if anyone wants to go see it i do recommend it's just a good time it's cute what do you call it i watched it with family and uh, it's 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 just a little quick feel good a little bit of humor right down the same alley as the first one they did so good stuff and it's interesting getting older and catching the adult humor that they throw in there for some things that will just get I mean, I had some rib-hurting moments laughing at that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did They did good. They did really good. You know, something else is good, Cash? Hmm. And that is one of our favorite advertisers, <laughs> Brian Couch of Birch Realty. Guys, as always, if you have a house for sale or you're in the market to buy a house, we highly advise you to go check out Brian and his team. They have a website called teamcouch.com. It is a full-service realtor group that does a phenomenal job. They've been voted at the top realtor group four times in the last 10 years. And over the last 10 years, they've done over 25,000 closings and have some of the highest reviews of professional 
professionalism and success rate. What else do you need to hear? Go check them out at that website, or you can call them at the office at 1-662-449-1700, or you can call Brian personally at 901-461-7653. As always, guys, we hope you're enjoying our show, and if you are, please pass it along to your friends and your family. Share our posts on social media through Twitter and Facebook. And also, if you're a person who owns a business or has something important in the area and you'd like to advertise with us, please reach out to us at theobpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to add you to our show. Now, speaking of some of those rib hurdy moments, I see you've got a few lined up for us. Man, I don't know, Cash. Did you see the emails this week? It <laughs> is unreal. I mean, like, this has turned into a little bit of a cult following. I mean, like, uh, I'm getting strange looks in the office because I'm giggling, <laughs> you know, at random times of the day getting these emails. But Brian, Shelly, and my notes here, Tim. Yeah, that's it. These are the three jokes they brought for us this time. And so let's go ahead and get right on. Cash, what do you call an orphan taking a selfie? A loner? Family portrait. <laughs> now, when I laughed at this, I had an immediate feel of oh, guilt, you know? But I, I was, yeah. <laughs> well, especially like Halloween coming around yeah, and everything. Just, like, oh, oh, that is yeah, brutal. That that was, was, yeah, so. Uh, oh, that's Cash, a good one. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a chicken with a fox? I don't know. A fox. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh. All right. Cash, last one. Cash, did you know that I was kidnapped by mimes once in my life? I did not, but I, I can see you're almost still stuck in that box. <sighs> they did unspeakable things to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks oh, again for the jokes, guys. Thank y'all for those. those I mean, really it's good. Just, y'all keep them coming. It's, it's an absolute blast every time. It's going to be hard to flip that switch, but we have another one of these poems that you have found that they just truly speak to you. And this one by Sir Michael Caine does exactly that. Cash, you're, uh, you're actually right, man. When I was talking about this poem series last week, um, I knew I found some good ones. And then this one just hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, this, this week's motivational message, uh, this is a poem called If, and this is by Rudyard Kipling. Um, and when I heard it, I actually put it on repeat and listened to it like 10 times in a row. Uh, could be my now favorite uh, poem I've ever listened to, read, just as a father. Because, I mean, this this it really it really gears towards that as if mm-hmm. you're a dad or a person who cares for another person, a young person. Um, and it is, it is just truly a monumental thing to listen to. And I can't wait for y'all to hear it. So we're going to go to it right now. If you can keep your head when all about you, are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowances for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about and don't deal in lies, or being hated don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good nor look too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life for broken and stoop and build them up 
worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at the beginning and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are done and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them Hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 40 seconds worth of distance run. Yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Man, just listening to it again just gives me goosebumps all the way over. And hopefully this touches everybody as much as it has you and me. I really hope so. Uh, it's one of those things where I hope you really share it and just tell everybody, hey, look, go to this mark on the on the podcast and listen to this. It is, it's something that can be a life message for anyone, not just a father, um, but uh, I think it's just, it's just that good. It just reminds you why there's different forms of art and why something like that is still needed. Poetry is a beautiful thing, and I don't know if I would have gotten it had I just read it, but I'm definitely going to search this up, read it, and just kind of study it for a little bit because hearing him talk about it, just, oh my goodness, did they yeah. find the right person. They did. They absolutely did. Well, guys, it's time for that news. And we've got some great news for the county in general, but especially our little area right here. Let's start with schools, guys. Do you realize the first nine weeks just concluded and we have a lot of kids doing really well academically? And I was able to get in touch with our four area high schools and ask them how honor roll and principal list were going. And they were ecstatic to give us some numbers. And I think y'all should see how well the eastern side of the county does. We'll start with Olive Branch High School. They had 266 students on the honor roll, which means they have nothing but A's and B's. And then they had 179 on the principal's list, which was straight A's, out of 1,132 total students, which means 40% of their population is in honor roll or principal's list. Congratulations to you guys, and thank you, uh, Assistant Principal Sid McNeil, for that information. Man, that is absolutely phenomenal, and you love to see just – something that high like i mean 40 percent is a massive amount of students doing that well in school absolutely and so you know um, especially during these hard times of oh, covid i mean it, it really really is good when you think about 40 percent. but cash i'll be honest with you the as we keep going through high schools it's going to continue to get better and better the good thing here is is that we're not putting these percentages in here as to show who's better no it's showing you that the high percentages of the east high school is having success um, because this is not typical percentages when it comes to your average high school in the state of mississippi or in the country, honestly. So all of these percentages are fantastic. And so let's go on to the next one. And we're going to go to DeSoto Central High School. And they had 528 on honor roll and 414 on principal's list. And that is out of 1,924 students, which means they have 49% of their student population on honor roll or better. 
That's impressive. Thank you to Tim Cressman and Cliff Johnson for that information. Really appreciate it. I mean, just hearing the sheer amount of students more that they have than Olive Branch and looking at the list between the numbers, like you see that and you're like, oh man, that's going to be like 80%. No, that is just nearly 50%. So to have that many students on these lists, just bravo, because it's not an easy thing to do. Cash, here's a comparison for you. When you graduated and I was coaching you, Mm -hmm. we had a little over a thousand students. Yeah, because my graduation class was 316. Right. And that that seems like it would be a very small graduating class now. Yes, that's pretty incredible. All right. The next one, Center Hill High School had 310 on honor roll and 283 on principal's list. And that is out of 1,063 students, which means they had 56% of their student population on the honor roll or better. So congratulations to them. And, of course, I can give myself credit. I, I was about to say, do we just go ahead and pat you on the back? But, no, that, that is a I'm phenomenal hurt, job. I'm not going to hurt my rotator. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. Something like that is massive. And I I just love seeing these numbers to see how well students are doing. Oh, yeah. No doubt. So Lewisburg High School rounds out the four, and they have 444 on honor roll and 331 on principal's list. And that is out of 1,238 students, which means they have a grand total of 63% of their student population on honor roll or better. And thank you to Chris Perkins, principal, for that information. That is a great, great number. No, everyone deserves a round of applause, parents, students, teachers, faculty. Like, this is something that will bring a lot of pride to our county and why we love bringing such great news to everybody. There's no doubt. you got to remember, all four of our schools on the eastern side of the county mm-hmm. are ranked in the top 25 academically from a couple of years ago prior to COVID. And so you can see these numbers are astounding, and it just represents the level of dedication um, that our teachers, our schools, our administrations, and our kids and parents are still finding a way to be successful, even after it's been a couple of years of really toughness. And even this year has been really rough, um, you know, getting back into the norm. Can bravo to all of them. Congratulations. Yeah. I, everybody, like, give yourself a round of applause. It truly takes a village, and we are showing that we are a village that cares about one another. So let's continue some more good news. Last weekend, when we were potting last time, they had the state band competition. And wouldn't you know it, DeSoto County represents well. Out of the top four teams, three of them were from DeSoto County, and two of them were right here in our area of eastern DeSoto County. DeSoto Central took the championship in first place. Hernando took second place, and Lewisburg rounded off with number four in fourth place. We want to say congratulations to those band uh, groups. What an awesome, awesome job. Way to represent the county, and of course, represent the eastern side of the county as well. Yeah, I know just how hard they work seeing them staying in parking lots, driving by all these schools, seeing the band. So to get a little bit of recognition for doing well and coming in the top four, bravo to all of you. Absolutely. Really, congratulations to you guys. And to continue on the success of these schools, we actually have a former DeSoto Central baseball player in the World Series. That is correct. Austin Riley plays for the Atlanta Braves, and he's doing all right. He is 3-for-13 in the World Series with two doubles and two RBIs, and as of current recording, the Braves are up 2-1 and one against the Houston Astros, and of course they play them again tonight in Atlanta, so everyone get your Braves gear and Let's hope they take a commanding 3-1 to one lead. There you go. Cash, I got a little side story. I got to see Austin Riley play um, at DeSoto Central as well as at Center Hill, you know, as an administrator mm-hmm. for the games like that. 
awesome guy. You know, you, you sometimes people have this stigma of, you know, baseball players might be cocky or think they're above it like that. He already knew when he was playing at Arles Fields that he had a future ahead of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, everybody and their brother knew it, you know, like that. But the kid ate humble pie like you've never seen. Uh, you know, during the ball game versus Center Hill, he actually got struck out two times before he actually got on base for anything. And you know that he actually walked over to the pitcher and said, I hadn't had a really good guy strike me out in a while. I really appreciate that. You know, da, da. <laughs> I mean, like, and he was doing it sincerely, yeah. you know, because, you know, at that time, like every pitcher that got in the mound in front of him, you know, you know shaking in your, in your cleats a little bit, you know, because the guy was just, he's that good. There's a reason he's, you know, in the World Series and he's considered one of the best in the MLB right now. Uh, so uh, I think it's a, it's a testament to the kid, where he's from and everything. And uh, so uh, we wish him and the Braves good luck. Yes. And I mean, there's plenty of watch parties going up all throughout the cities. Thank you to those restaurants for you know, supporting a local sports hero because, I mean, that's exactly what he is. Absolutely. So not, not to be a downer and switching gears on our news, um, it is with terrible sadness that news came out this week that Poncho's Restaurant has decided to close its restaurant doors uh, not its cheese dip business, people. Do not go into riots. <laughs> do not grab the pitchforks and fire and everything else. Um, but they have two remaining locations, uh, one up there around Summer and Whitehaven area. Not at Whitehaven, I'm sorry. Uh, on the Summer location. And then they have one it's the one of the originals at West Memphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, the original location was actually destroyed uh, shortly after it was created. And they had to rebuild where the one is in West Memphis, which is considered the original location. I uh, found that little nugget out in the information. But they have decided to close due to staff shortages. You know, the business is not doing as well. I mean, a lot nature. of the same things that are happening yeah. to a lot of these restaurants, which is really sad. Yeah. Uh, but they are going to focus on the cheese dip business. And so uh, there are uh, Facebook groups and Twitter groups and all this stuff like that talking about trying to get to the ponchos. I know for the last three days, Ponchos has record sales and over a three to four hour wait to get into the restaurants, um, as well as they have run out of food almost every day, shortages wow. of employees and everything else. It's just they had to close the doors at six o'clock on two of the nights this past week when they made the after they made the announcement because there's so many people like my wife and I who grew up in this area and Ponchos was the place. I mean, uh, that was my wife and I's favorite, favorite restaurant, uh, you know, as we dated, as we got married, it was, it was our special place. Yeah. We would drive, we used to, there used to be one here, right here in South Haven. And it was one of the first ones that closed. Um, and then the, the downtown location ended up being our favorite. We, anytime we go downtown, we want to hit the ponchos there. Um, and it sadly, it closed. If you know where Cookie Canucks is right yep. now, that is where ponchos used to be. Cookie Canucks moved down oh. and took over the ponchos uh, area of the building. That, nothing positive about the Cookie Canuck. I, I've actually attempted that burger challenge. And That's I'm, not a human possible. Oh, no. My buddy, he completed it. I, I don't know how. He stole my burger, actually. That's why he completed it, and I didn't. But because like, I got mine medium rare and I mean, by the middle of it, like, I'm pretty sure it just wasn't even cooked and he Gross. just started eating raw meat, Ugh. but he got his well done. And, I mean, you want to try to talk about eating five pounds of just leather Ugh. on top of this dry, dry cracker bun. That is almost impossible. He took his glass of water, which was those old poncho, massive yeah. gallon cups. We poured water on it just so, you know, you get a little bit of moisture in there. There, we lifted up the bun. There wasn't a drop of water on the plate. The cracker bun just sucked it up. It was so dry. Ugh, and, yeah. But I mean, bravo to him. He did it in 55 minutes. 
Uh, he's going to be my inspiration for when Mud Shots opens. I'm going to try to get him up here because he has completed the burger challenge at every mud shot, mug shots in Mississippi. So there's another one opening up. So hopefully I can get him to come up here and do it with me. Yeah, I, but, I can't wait because like going to the theater over at Olive Branch, which is one of my favorite places to go. Uh, having a mug shots right there in front of it, it's going to be that's going to be the tag team right there. Man. Oh, I mean, it's going to be the date night of all date nights, and that's yeah. a little combo one too. But I'm excited to go ahead and try that challenge and see see what we can get done with it. Yeah, no doubt. Now, guys, if you're mad about Poncho's closing its doors and this area is just not for you anymore, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you need to come talk to our buddies at Robin Properties if you have a house that maybe you just want to get off the market quick. Um, there's a lot of uh, buy houses for cash, you know, scams out there and so on. And it's really, it's really, really nice to know that there's a local company ran by wonderful folks, uh, Abby and Spence Robin, that do this kind of business, but do it for the right reasons. They buy houses uh, that maybe need repair, uh, outdated, or just a bad situation. Sometimes you can have a death in the family and you get a house bestowed on you or a divorce, sadly, and you just, you know, it's time to get out of it and move on. You don't want to go through the process, um, you know, uh, trying to fix it or get it something ready for a sale, then you want to call these guys or you want to go see them on their website, which is ibuydesoto.com. This website is phenomenal, by the way. You Easily can see, interactive. Oh, yeah. Decide, like you said, if you want to sell your house, you just type in your zip code, address, they've got it set up, or they have all the rentals right there for you to look at. And let me tell you, some of these rentals, they are the cream of the crop. There's no doubt. Guys, most everything they have is usually uh, rented or sold or bought, whatever you want to call it, within 48 to uh, 36 hours. It's unbelievable because everything they do, they really touch it up with class. Every house they buy, if they decide to flip it or turn it into a rental, they improve its value and improve the community around it. This is the kind of company you want to work with and you want to be successful in our area here in Olive Branch because they are really going to continue to build our property value and make this place a beautiful place to be. Now, guys, speaking of housing and stuff, um, we got a report from Dale Dickerson, who's the alderman of Ward 6, and he let us know, um, after listening to our show, I asked him for an update on the mobile home policy or rules or laws for the city of Olive Branch. And he let me know there is a state law that no city or county can restrict you from using a mobile home in the state of Mississippi. However, cities do have the right to dictate the terms of you being able to use a mobile home. And in Olive Branch, the only way that you can have a mobile home is if you have five acres of land and it's approved through the planning commission. Um, and so right now there's not a lot of people who live in the city of Olive Branch that have five acres who would basically destroy property value by putting a mobile home on it. Mm -hmm. And so realistically, this means that there is no future mobile homes in Olive Branch in the foreseeable future. And any mobile home that is in there, which there is only, I was correct, there's only one mobile home trailer park in the entire Olive Branch city. And that is right there at the end of Coroma Road next to the interstate and the park. And those are only in there because they were grandfathered in. And when those trailers go, there will be no trailers replacing them, and that is all she wrote. Well, thank you for that update, Dale, and we appreciate the feedback that we get from a lot of the government in the area. Uh, absolutely. On Wednesday, the Olive Branch Chamber of Commerce gathered more than 40 businesses and organizations at the Olive Branch Airport in one of their large hangars. They are trying to give these businesses an opportunity to hire a lot of new people. That is something that Voyant Beauty is going to be doing in Olive Branch. They already have 60 employees, but they are expanding and creating 80 new jobs. Now, this is a massive huge deal. It was so big, in fact, 
that even Governor Tate Reeves came into town and was part of the announcement. This is great, Cash. I mean, like this is like a thirteen point something million dollar investment, and you know, you just know uh, our Mayor Adams was just like, you know, giddy, yeah, you, over you, the moon. And <laughs> you know? like the thing that speaks to me is so many of these businesses, once they get to Olive Branch, they are staying and recommitting to the city of Olive Branch. This is like the third business this year that has doubled down and expanded here. Which well, I think speaks volumes. Think about this. You're going to have much better employees here because the quality of living in the area and schools and everything else is phenomenal. I mean, there's a reason Olive Branch is ranked nationally when it comes to great places to live, mm-hmm. great places for expansion, growth, everything like that. I mean, between Olive Branch, Hernando, you know, Eastern South Haven, I mean, Lewisburg area, you look at the housing market. I mean, mm-hmm. Brian, what, a few weeks back came on here and talked about how the housing markets exploded because Everybody wants to live in this area. I'll give you a great example. There's a house down the road. There's only like two or three houses in Lewisburg's district for sale. And if they are for sale, you better have your pocketbook and a checkbook that's got extra room for zero. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But Olive Branch City is no different. The South Haven area over there is no different. Hernando's no different. Well, I mean, it's just the people want to live in these areas because of what great things are coming. I mean, think about it. Cascade, South o Square, the schools. There's so much entertainment's coming right and left. In the next three years, you are going to see an eastern side of the county that is unmatched in, 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 in the state of Mississippi. In the state of Mississippi. And then it's going to attract people from all around, not just around the state, of a place where you can go and in less than 20 minutes, you can get everything you can imagine locally. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, the things you were talking about, these companies are out here hiring for life. And a lot of that is due to the success you have in these schools. I mean, we just rattled off amazing statistics of the grades. Now, imagine being able to go to any college because of the grades that you're making due to the educators that we have. I can't wait till we do an episode towards the end of the year and we get to talk about graduation again. And you'll listen to the amount of scholarship money that each high school is given based on their graduates. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're talking upwards of millions of dollars in scholarship money to the kids graduating for each individual school, not just for the county. Each individual school. It's unbelievable how much the kids in this area get extra opportunities going out to school. Yeah. You know, it's just it's fantastic. And I, mean, I just couldn't be happier because now we are getting businesses to come to make these kids want to come back home. Oh, yeah. And that's the kind of development that we're seeing in the city and the county. And I'm just excited to see where we continue to go. Absolutely. You no, know, guys, speaking of just a great place to be and work and build on, Michael Hatcher and Associates has been an advertiser with us since day one. And they are a rock, a staple of this community when it comes to employment, what they give back to the city, and how they represent the city. If you're in a place where you might want to consider a job change or want to look for something different and work for a company that is going to give you amazing benefits, an amazing work environment, a place to grow, a ladder to move up on, and a salary to boot that is top-notch go check them out right now at hatcherlandscape.com they have numerous positions available all the way from ground level up to upper management areas you'll be surprised they have everything because this company has been growing by leaps and bounds since the first day we've been promoting and advertising with them it is ran by an amazing group of guys russ need is a phenomenal ceo guy does everything he is all the place they give you all these events to give back to their employees and community michael hatcher the staple of the community uh, you know he does so many different things gives back 
to all of our schools. He donates to here and there. I mean, this is the place you want to say you're proud to work for. And it's an opportunity that is unmatched. Go check them out. I promise you, you will not regret it. And guys, if you want to talk to somebody personally, they have a talent acquisition manager who is absolutely phenomenal to talk to. Her name is Gabby, and you can reach her at 1-662-755-3207. Guys, another cool thing that's local to us, not exactly in our county or all of branch, but it is Bahalia, which there is a part of Bahalia that is in DeSoto County. But we thought you'd like to know because it's within a short driving distance. There is a new healthcare option opening up right there in the city of Bahalia, but it could help our residents here in eastern DeSoto County. It is called Harvest Healthcare. And what makes it unique, it is going to transition from getting away from insurance-based claims and use flat rates for healthcare. You say this, why is this important? Well, if you're there's a lot of people out there that don't really have insurance, don't believe in making insurance claims or things, and that's probably maybe some of the preventative reasons they don't go to a doctor. This healthcare provider believes in that if you can set up flat rates to give people opportunity to get healthcare, it will come and it'll help better the community. They have a great little website at Harvest Healthcare, and you can see the rates they do for just standard stuff like physicals or uh, blood work, different things like that. And so you know exactly what you're going to be charged before you even go into the doctor's office. And you have options. Um, you know, and so this could be something great for somebody, uh, you know, and so let them know what's going on. I believe in having as much information and options as humanly possible. So I think that this is going to be a fantastic addition for some people in the community. Absolutely. Guys, got other good news for the city. Um, Olive Branch is getting a new fire truck. This will go to Engine 3 right there at Station 3 on Hacks Cross Road. That's a nice little station, by the way. Um, and it is going through its final inspections right now all the way up there in Wisconsin. But we'll, it'll be down here soon and in service helping our community. Congratulations to Mayor Adams and the City of Alderman and everyone. This is a great addition. And again, we already have a superior fire rating. This will probably only help it more. It can only help it continue to go up. And something that is important that is happening on Tuesday, November the 2nd, is Mississippi's general special election. Now, the polls will open at 7 a.m. and close at 7 p.m. And any voter in line at 7 p.m. is entitled to cast a ballot. So make sure that if you get there on time, that you do vote. There are only three contests that are going to be decided, and as District 1 Justice Court Judge between Doug Holloway III and Gail B. Lyons, District 2 Election Commissioner between Barbara Gunn-Chatham and Zelda Hill, and I'm going to struggle with this, I'm sorry, but we have District 3 Election Commissioner race between Chad Inglick and Brandy Gole. Guys, Olive Branch Police Department is investigating a bank robbery that happened on Wednesday morning right here at one of our local banks. Officers were called to Citizens National Bank at the location of 7045 Goodman Road report regarding this robbery. And anyone who has information on the suspect or anything about the crime, please contact the Olive Branch Police Department at 662-892-9400. Or you can call the DeSoto County Crime Stoppers at 662-429-8477. Please make sure you add a one before those numbers, unlike my co-host Zach, oh. who completely forgot about the change. But that is... Something that is happening in the area. But I did get to talk to an employee from Citizens National Bank as I was cutting a commercial for them on Friday. And he got to see the footage and he said it was just some of the most harrowing things that you can see. And truly, it's nothing like a movie or anything like that. Just the fear that some people had was terrifying. You know, Cash, you know, everybody says they think they know how they react to something. You don't. But you don't, you know. And so fight or flight, you know, it's their powerful emotions. And so, you know, I, I hate for anybody who had to go through that. I hope the person's brought to justice for what it is and we can move forward. It's just painful to see those kinds of things happen in the yeah. community. You don't want that to happen to anybody. 
Hey, Cash, here's a funny side note. When I was in middle school, I won the art contest to create the logo for the DeSoto County Crime Stoppers. Really? Yeah. Believe it or not, I still have my picture in the paper. That's when Sheriff uh, Riley was the uh, sheriff at the time. Got to mm-hmm. have my picture with him as a young young fellow. Uh, they have since changed it to a corporal when they quit doing the art contest. But yes, my logo was the logo for many years. And uh, it was it was quite nice, and so uh, unfortunately, you didn't get any uh, financial compensation. I actually did get a hundred dollar check as a middle schooler, and at that time, I thought I would be buying a Bentley, yeah, house, gold chains, king of the world, right there, hundred dollar check. You know, that is awesome. What'd you end up actually buying with the hundred dollar check? Crap, (laughs) (laughs) just like any other middle schooler would. You know, probably a daggum Nerf gun. Who knows? You know, hey, because they were still popular then. Absolutely, I mean, and those things are still fun. Oh, yeah. If you've seen my son's arsenal, you know. I, I have. 200 guns that are hanging on the wall like, <laughs> we know, he's an addict. But hey, whatever. We want to round out the news with the National Foundation for Women Legislators announcing State Representative Hester Jackson McCray of Horn Lake as its 2021 Elected Woman of Excellence Award winner. Now, you wonder why we didn't talk about Horn Lake. This is an elected official that represents DeSoto County. And any time an elected official is doing great things in our county, I think everyone needs to hear about it because politics right now are just kind of a sore subject for a lot of people. And if people are doing really good things and they're you know not looking at red, blue, green, whatever you want to call it, and they're going out there and really trying to better the community, I think they, their name needs to be heard. Yeah, and, they you know, deserve a lot of recognition, and they are still helping out the community that we live in, and I can't thank her enough. Absolutely. Guys, that's the end of our news, and so we're going to transition over to our fact of the week. And this one's going to be a little bit different. We still want to say it is presented by Rob Long of the Soda County Museum, which is located in Hernando on Commerce Street across from the Area 51 Ice Cream Shop. They're open Tuesday through Saturday and have numerous exhibits for your viewing and learning pleasure but sometimes you get to witness history made. You are correct, Cash. This is 100% football history. So, the single-game rushing record for Olive Branch High School was 298 yards, and that was set in 1978. That record has been updated. Traylon Oliver ran for 305 yards last night in Olive Branch's victory over crosstown rival Lewisburg High School. He carried the ball 28 times and averaged nearly 11 yards per carry. He had two touchdown runs from 31 and 74 yards out during the game. Trailer now holds three of the top 10 single game rushing records in Olive Branch history. We want to say special thanks to Dale Dickerson, Alderman of Ward 6, Mr. Olive Branch himself, and host of the OB Football Show on OBTV for this information. Thank you so much, Dale. Like we, we can't thank you enough for what you do for this community as an alderman and just, as we said, being Mr. Olive Branch to us. Absolutely. Guys, this wraps up our complete intro, and we hope you'll stick around for our sports post game show coming up shortly. Are you looking to start renovating? Well, North Mississippi Dumpster is the local business you want to contact. All you have to do is head over to DeSotoDumpsters.com. You'll be able to find all of your pricing and sizing needs. They are open seven days a week and have fantastic prices. They carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are in great conditions so you don't have an eyesore sitting in your yard or on your job site. They service DeSoto, Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. So visit them at DeSotoDumpsters.com or give them a call at 901-299-0916. Are you tired of an unimpressive lawn or need some help from a local professional to get your yard the way you want it? Look no further than Master Lawn for your weed control and fertilizing needs. Master Lawn has been serving the Olive Branch community and surrounding areas for over 25 years and is ready to add you to their long list of satisfied customers. Contact them today for a free quote through their website 
www.masterlawninc.com or call 901-250-0873. 10 seconds, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Bingo! And now it's time for the OB Pod Coaches Post Game Show with Jason Russell, Alan Peacock, and Justin Hector. You think you know football, but you don't. So shut up and listen. Thanks for joining us, guys. As always, we love talking about some sports. And this week, we're going to be adding in basketball as basketball is starting up. Now, this won't be our normal basketball thing. We're just going to give you some local scores and a couple of the top performers. But when football season wraps, we're going to convert over to having some coaches join us uh, and be more in-depth when it comes to basketball season. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, right now, only two teams played this past week. Um, it was on Thursday night. This is the opening of the true season. And that was Lewisburg and Center Hill. Uh, but they did not play each other. They did not play any, each other. That is correct. We do not want any confusion there. Center Hill took on South Panola, and it looks like y'all had a pretty good opening game. So the boys won their game 100-45. to 45. Now, Center Hill is loaded. Yes. Um, so they have a very good team. Uh, they already have um, one player who's already receiving offers. That is Deshaun Dunn, who was their leading scorer with 21 points. Cash, this was a rope. It was ugly. At one time, it was seventy something uh, to twenty. Uh, it was, it was rough. It was really, really rough. And the funny thing is, he cleared the bench. I mean, like he played every single player. They're they are a very talented JV squad. JV one as well. Um, and of course, at the very end of the game, uh, you know, one of the younger guys uh, just slam dunks to make it a one hundred <laughs> with several seconds left. I mean, just a few seconds left, and it was. And if you can see the video, the place goes pandemonium. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of excitement about the basketball program. Um, you know, Coach Forbes uh, has continued to build on that. Even, you know, Coach Mueller, considered in my mind one of the best current coaches in Mississippi, uh, left a, a great legacy of players and kids. And, you know, they're still just as hungry to play. So congratulations to them. But I'll tell you something that will surprise a lot of people is the girls game had just as much excitement, if not more, as they defeated South Panola. Uh, 69 to 44, and they were led by Jaria Rankins, who, get this, was five from five downtown on three pointers and led the team with 23 points. I would even say that she was robbed from six for six just because of a little pinky nail that somehow touched yes. that line. But I mean, to go perfect from three is just an accomplishment, and it's going to be exciting to watch the women play all throughout the year. Uh, Center Hill is going to be a formidable foe uh, when they play basketball. Uh, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of talent in the area, um, but uh, they started off strong, and we'll see how that continues. Yep, and we already know that there's a very talented team in the same area as oh, yeah. them as they continue to rack up wins, and um, it's going to be exciting to see how that Olive Branch women's team starts off their season. Oh, yeah, no doubt. The other team in the area, like we talked about, was Lewisburg, and they came out with a double victory as well. They defeated Holly Springs. The boys won 87 to 68, and the girls won 54 to 33. Now, to a lot of people, this was kind of a little surprising. Holly Springs is known as kind of a basketball school. Not kind of known as kind of a basketball school. They are a basketball school. Now, you can look at it as as Holly Springs is still in football season, so Mm -hmm. maybe a few of their best players are on the football field. Maybe that was a difference, but I'm not taking anything away. Coach Tipton, who coaches 
coaches, the boys and the girls there for Lewisburg came out. They have a great environment, double wins. Kudos to them. Uh, Hayden Drumright was their leading scorer, and that it was with 24 points on the boys. And Allie Carroll was, was leader on the girls' game with 14 points. So congratulations to Lewisburg. And, uh, you know, look forward to give them all good luck this Saturday, as most teams will be playing today as we're recording. And we'll give you that report next week. Yeah. And as we said right now, we're just going to kind of give you the records and top point getters. And then we will get a little bit more in depth as the season goes on and football winds down. Absolutely. So, Cash, I got to tell you something that happened special this week, uh, you know, since we're talking about football and everything. Um, Coach Peacock and Center Hill High School decided a new tradition this year. Um, they saw this uh, happening in another school, another state. And what they did was, which I think is just absolutely amazing and special, is that the seniors decided to choose uh, a teacher that was influential or made an impact on their life there at the high school and gave them their game jersey that they were going to wear for the ball game that night to wear at school. Uh, you know, so with all the seniors we had, we had numerous teachers walking around in football jerseys uh, of all the seniors, and it was just awesome. And you can go to Facebook and see all of these teachers wearing these jerseys and uh, their love and admiration and what it meant to them. And that's such a big deal right now because, you know, I hate to say morale is kind of struggling in education right now, but everybody getting back to normal and, you know, just going through all the grind. And for these kids to pick these teachers and do that, it's really, really special. And I think it hit everybody. Um, and I, I think that's just something that we could all do in the county that would be absolutely fantastic. You know, any opportunity to highlight a teacher or something that shows that you made a relationship and want an impact is fantastic. I, I remember distinctly that when I was in high school, you know, I had an art teacher that saw something in me and decided to say, hey, I want you to stop doing this and try this and you're going to see that you can blossom from that. And she is one of the biggest reasons why that I was able to become a professional artist and do that stuff and everything else. And, you know, that her name was Miss Martha Cummins and she was absolutely fantastic. And, uh, you know, I, she'll always have a special place in my heart. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Now, speaking of which, I believe we are in week 10 now. That is correct. Week 10 of football for us. Um, several good games to happen this week and some real surprising results on this week, let me tell you. But some of the good ones, uh, Lake Comrade goes and defeats Columbus 34-33. to That is an impressive W. Congratulations to Nick Nestor and his team. So to, to start off the shockers, in my opinion, honestly, is, is that North Point Christian blanks for a 49-7 to loss to Lausanne. Uh, this is uh, not expected. Now, I given weather might be a big, a big factor and stuff because North Point is a throwing football team, son. They like to throw the pill around. I uh, got a great little quarterback, uh, good center, wink, <laughs> wink, Bo Bigling, um, and uh, that's a that's a tough score right there. That's a tough score. I to mean, see. them seeing them allow forty nine points not a shocker at all. Seeing them score under thirty five points will always be a shocker. Seeing Correct. them not reach double digits is almost unfathomable. Yeah, that that's tough. That's that, that's a that's a tough loss right there. Another shocker: DeSoto Central is unable to make anything happen as they lose to South Haven in the Mayor's Cup. Yes, forty one to seven, an absolute thrashing. I mean, are you starting to come on my side that South Haven might be able to make some noise in the playoffs with this defense? Um, that I mean, again, sloppy conditions. Um, you know, a defense that is un un unmatched in unmatched. talent right now. Yeah, I mean, like, that I mean unreal. 
now that they finally have an offense to give this defense a little bit of a breather once they cause so many three and outs or just not giving up any points on a drive and them actually getting rest, I am ecstatic to see what they're going to be able to do in the playoffs. Yeah. Now, I know we don't cover them, but it's just fun to see schools in our county continue to thrive. Yeah. Well, we're going to save the big shocker for last. The next game we're going to talk about is uh, Olive Branch defeats Lewisburg 30-14. to Now, we'll talk to the coaches here. Um, and uh, this game uh, really comes down to rushing. I mean, this was at Lewisburg. You know, so you wouldn't think of a big deal if it was at Olive Branch playing on turf, you know. Maybe maybe one day everybody in the county will have turf. Maybe. We'll I hope see. not. I, I truly hate turf. I hate playing on it. Just give me grass and everything that comes with it. I hear you. You know, I always look at it too. Is that you know all our coaches, which we have so much great ones in the area. You know, there's a lot of work maintaining fields and things, and you know, uh, you know, sometimes having turf can make things a lot easier. But hey, to each their own. As a player, I I just I truly hated playing on turf in college. I had a turf field, and I loved away games. There's just something about being natural i guess i i wish i had a better way to explain there you go well at lewisburg right there the the game like i said was 30 to 14 uh it was kind of lopsided in the beginning uh i think it was 30 to 7 and lewisburg actually scored late in the the ball game to make it a 14 game um you know but i will say that uh, the highlights of the night were you know trailing all over like we talked about in our fact of the week fantastic night for him anytime uh, you can see history be made and expect like, a number like 300 is not easily achievable yeah that's you know that's 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 a that's a great accomplishment and um but it was also great to see that lewisburg had you know they were able to hit a couple they hit over a 50 yard uh, passing touchdown made some big plays even with conditions like they are uh stay resilient and kept kept the game close i mean so uh congratulations to both those teams um, uh, Hernando and Center Hill. Um, this game was a slugfest. I was there in person, got to watch it. Both teams were just duking it out. Uh, it really came down to turnovers, field positions and stuff because it was just a muddy mess. Uh, Center Hill had the eighth grade championships. Let's do a little side nugget here. Uh, Center Hill won the seventh grade football county championship. Bravo Titan. And then uh, the eighth grade played for it and lost a heartbreaker to Horn Lake on that field Thursday night which that field got real sloppy Thursday night. <laughs> and then we played last night. It was mush fest. Well, I have a feeling that Center Hill will be winning that contest next year in the eighth grade championship. Yeah, it'll be a little animosity there. But um, the game was just – it was tight. Back and forth, back and forth the entire way. Uh, and just when things were to go sour for Center Hill – you know, costly fumble, you know, both teams fumbled the ball a whole lot, mm-hmm. but Center Hill ended up losing two or three of them. Uh, Hernando really didn't lose much. Uh, if they if they fumbled, they'd lose yardage, but they'd lose the ball, mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature. Um, the quarterback, Wilkie, is a, is a solid player. There's a reason he's, you know, probably the best in North Mississippi. He's going to be not. leading the state of Mississippi in the Alabama games. That's so correct. There, there's um, a good reason. And, I, and I'm really happy for him because he's going to go play for one of my good friends and uh, former sweet mate, college teammate, Will Hall, head coach at Southern Miss, and uh, Will's going to—he's going to play in a system that is going to build for him, around him. He's going to love it, and there's going to be bright things for Southern Miss. So I'm really happy for the kid. Uh, you know, I got to work with his uh, his older brother here at Center Hill. Just a great family. The Wilkies are, are great people, and w- what a competitor. Yeah, I mean, like he is a go getter, Jack. I mean, hyped up, 
runs the football well. You know, they, they were, the momentum was in Center Hill's uh, side one part of the game, and Wilkie carries the ball for himself for over like a, over a 40-yard rush, makes a couple cuts in the mud and scores and, you know, gives them the that cushion they needed. Don't get me wrong. Center Hill made some big plays. Again, hook and ladder in the middle of the game <laughs> for 80 yards, something touchdown. Gave us life. Um, you know, it's it, like we were talking about last week. We love the play calls. Sometimes they work out. Sometimes they don't. This time it did with resounding fashion. Yeah, it, it is tough. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, the game had, uh, you know, again, two overthrown touchdowns. You know, I, I know some of that was just, you know, weather, condi- weather conditions, everything. You can't blame all that. Uh, but, hey, Hernando got the W. Uh, a little salt at the end, you know, but hey, you know, everybody does what they do for their reasons. It is what it is. Um, but they'll be moving forward. And, uh, you know, they before the game was started, you know, they were in the driver's seat since they defeated Horn Lake mm-hmm. to go to the playoffs. So they went out. They would basically almost be guaranteed a playoff spot. But the shocker of the night was Horn Lake upsets number one South Panola in the district 14-7 to in OT. Now, here's the fun thing about this, Cash. The game ended seven on the game ended seven to seven, and Horn Lake elects to take the ball first, mm-hmm. scores, and the football team thought this was NFL rules and the game was over and goes and celebrates. Flags thrown everywhere. Oh wow! Excessive celebration. The hold on yards moves the ball up to the five yard line for South Panola to have an easy punch in. Uh, to tie it up, you know, and possibly go for you know, to win and to win and stuff, right? South Manola decides to throw a screen pass at the five yard line on first down, gets stuffed for a ten yard loss. Jesus, and uh, cannot punch it in in the next three plays, and Hornland gets to celebrate for real. Then, wow, what a call! Screenplay on first down at the five yard line. I just can't ever think of a really a reason to run a screen pass from the five yard line. Like, I, I just don't see anything positive. I, I don't see it either. But hey, happens. you know what? We weren't there. Yeah. Maybe they saw something and it was you know it was the right call and it just somebody made a great play. But uh, what a turn of events! Horn Lake shocks the district, defeats South Panola. Um, great home game for them. And so what this does is it puts a wrinkle into the potential of the playoffs now. So now Horn Lake owns its rights, uh, you know, it controls its future, its destiny, mm-hmm. as they have to go play none other than South Haven. <laughs> and to go to the playoff, uh, right now, South Panola is still guaranteed the first spot. Uh, that, that doesn't change. Yeah. Even if South Haven beats Horn Lake and only has one loss, their loss is to South, South Panola. Panola. Uh, so South has, has already won the district. South, uh, South Haven is uh, already number two, and they could lose to Horn Lake and still be number two. Um, that's not a problem. So they've already wrapped up the number two spot. And so really, the decision now comes between DeSoto Central, Horn Lake, and Hernando, who takes the third and fourth spot. If it plays out like it's supposed to and all teams win, I think Horn Lake will actually be bumped because they'll have actually lost to both the other two teams that are in the three-way tie between DeSoto Central and Hernando. Um, but if Olive Branch wins, which is what Horn Lake really wants, then Horn Lake will possibly make the playoff. So we'll see how it goes. Um, the, the, like I said, win and you'll create your destiny and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see and hear what we're talking about next week. Absolutely. Well, let's get to our coaches, guys. and Let's get with uh, Coach Russell first on his victory over Lewisburg and then we'll move on to the next one. All right, guys, I got Coach Russell. Coach, are you enjoying yourself on this Saturday afternoon, man? 
Absolutely. I had a little time with my girls. We've been to lunch today. Went and did a little bit of a uh, little bit of shopping stuff that they wanted to do. Just hung out. So yeah, it's a great great Saturday. I heard that. Well, it also helps a little bit when you you got a big W right there on on a road versus a crosstown rival Lewisburg. Uh, you know, I you know I know they're struggling a little bit this year, but I know they try to they bring out the best that they got and make a game of it. But it looks like y'all had a great great night. Uh, and so much so that I think your running back had one of the best nights in school history. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, yeah, you know, Traylon Oliver, you know, just had a phenomenal night. He rushed 27 times for a total of 305 yards and set the all-time school record for single-game uh, performance. Uh, the previous record was 278, and it had been held since 1978, actually. So you look at a guy breaking a record that's been around since the late 70s, it's really impressive, and uh, you know that run, that that performance actually puts him now having three of the top ten performances in school history all this year. So pretty excited yeah. for Traylon. Pretty excited for that offensive line to block for as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, coach, what does that put him at for the season? Is he is he already broke the thousand mark, or what? Are we, what are we looking at? Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's one thousand three hundred and. No, excuse me, he's 1,400 and something right now. So I don't know the exact number on that, but he's four, over 1,400 yards right now for the season. You know, looking for a strong performance going into that last game. And, you know, hopefully uh, we'll get his numbers up as high as we can to finish out the year. Well, Coach, that's impressive. Uh, congratulations on that. Congratulations to that young man. I know that, that those stats right there has got to put him in the top three for the entire county uh, and possibly even in the top five for the entire North 6A um, you know, I, I, when you hear that kind of numbers and those kind of records being broken, it always makes you scratch your head a little bit of why is this kid not getting a little more uh, accolade or, uh, you know, why is he not in the North-South game or even the Missile. But, you know, that's stuff we can't control. But, uh, you know, those don't take away from anything he's accomplished. He's, he's a great young man, and that's a great achievement. Well, yeah, you know, I, of course, that's disappointing that the kid doesn't have any kind of, uh, you know, all-star nod or anything like that. We have We actually have zero all-stars on our team. And, uh, you know, that's kind of uh, disappointing because you, you know, his performance, you look at guys and say, okay, well, he's got 1,400 yards. Oh, he must be running the ball all the time. Well, no, that's not really the case. I mean, he's, he's averaging right at eight yards a carry on his carry. So that's why he has so many yards. Um, it's not because he's getting three, four yards a carry and he's just carrying the ball 50 times a game. He's getting eight yards a carry. So, I mean, it's just the production's been there. Uh, he's a, he's a really good athlete. He's going to have an opportunity to play somewhere. Somebody's going to take a chance. My kid that's got that kind of ability and he's a four five flat guy. I mean, can just absolutely fly, break it open at any point. And he's one of the strongest guys on our team. So, you know, all that put together, he's, he's a heck of a player. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. Well, that, that's a great accomplishment for him, and I think you're right. I think somebody will definitely take a stab on him, and uh, you know, and we, we wish him the absolute best uh, going into that. Well, Coach, let's talk about the Lewisburg game itself. Um, you know, after seeing the tape and talking to people in the stands, it looks like y'all's defense has really settled in. Uh, you kind of took command of the game offensively, like you said. The rushing attack was just unstoppable, and y'all came out to a pretty commanding lead. Um, and you know, other than a couple big pass places from Lewisburg, uh, it was pretty much all the branch all night. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, I was really excited about our defense. I, you know, I thought I thought those guys played really well. Thought they played with a lot of passion. Um, they were very, very aggressive. And, you know, a lot of big hits. You know, I just I can't say enough about how they played the game. You know, that's always the challenge 
you know, defensively is you want to play with a lot of passion. You want to play with a lot of excitement out there. Felt like our kids did that. They were in the right spots. Uh, as for the you know couple scores they had there, uh, felt like we you know, kind of got they got us on a double move. Kid ran a great route, uh, got behind us uh, for one of their scores, and uh, the other score we just we, we lost we lost coverage and allowed them to get behind us. Uh, one of our safeties just kind of lost lost contain there. All right, excuse me, it wasn't the deepest man on the field, which is what we always teach the safeties to be. So he got somebody behind him, and they got a, got a score there as well. Yeah, I hear you. Well, Coach, you know, that, that's great. I know Lewisburg has gone through a lot of injuries and lost players this year, and I know they're a depleted team, and, and Coach Hectorn really is doing uh, doing a fantastic job and just, you know, going through his lumps and getting the program and, you know, starting uh, from the ground floor, moving up. And, uh, you know, I know those kids play with a lot of passion themselves, and I know that helped made the game look uh, more competitive. You know, I understand that they're, they're a little behind the curve on some parts, but uh, just a great win overall for your team. Uh, Coach, you know, you talked about their passing plays that got behind you and stuff. Does that draw any concern for you as when y'all play Hernando next week, you're going to be playing the best quarterback in the state? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, we've got, you know, multiple different things we do in our coverage, you know, and so that was just one of one of our coverages. And, again, it was more more or less we, we took a step forward and taking a step back, you know, on that to make sure that nothing gets behind us. I don't think it's necessarily a, um, you know, a major flaw. I think it was just a – it was just an error, you know, it was a, an error that happens at, at times and it's very unfortunate, but definitely something we'll address, something we'll fix. And, and the kid immediately said, yeah, I, I messed it up, you know, as soon as he came to the sideline, he knew. And uh, so we'll get that fixed. That, that, that won't be a problem. I'm excited about the opportunity to, to, to go up against a, a fantastic quarterback. You know, they've got a great offensive attack and, you know, that's going to be a, a real challenge for our defense this week. Well, Coach, I um, I think y'all are well suited for what they do. Hernando um, just got through playing center hill, and you know we'll talk about that with Coach Peacock. And they, uh, you know, they want to be a passing attack. You know, unfortunately, the weather conditions kind of limited to that on the last game. Um, but they definitely have a very talented quarterback in Wilkie, and they have two wide receivers, uh, number four, and number one, or seem to be their go-to guys. I think you'll be able to key on those and. Um, you know, and, and hopefully the defense in the box can handle the rest because Wilkie's also a great running threat. So uh, it, it should make for a great matchup, and um, I think y'all should do well if everybody comes out and plays their best and finishes out the season strong. You can uh, you can be the spoilers, as they say. Hernando, if they win, um, have a chance to go to the playoffs if Horn Lake um, loses versus South Haven. Um, and so, uh, you know, or believe it or not, if Horn Lake wins, that they, they still possibly have a chance. It just comes down to points. So, I think uh, y'all, y'all guys can be the real spoilers here. If y'all, if y'all win the ball game, Hernando gets to put their stuff on the cotton balls and mothballs and uh, pack it in for the year. And so, uh, you know, that should be a little extra motivation for your players. Yeah, absolutely. You know, anytime you have an opportunity to, to play a big game like that, that there's postseason implications on. Um, it's always important, but you know the biggest thing for us is we we, wanna, we, we really enjoy the feeling after a win, you know. And uh, <laughs> absolutely, as we talked about with the kids. You know, we we, we know where our playoff, you know, where, where we are. We kind of dug ourselves a hole early in the season with our, with our record, and you know, so we know that the, the playoffs are out of out of reach right now. But we're playing for that great feeling after you win a game, you know. You know, as Herm Edwards said, you know, we're, we play to win the game. I mean, that's what it all comes down to. We want that feeling after the game where we have a chance to win, and our kids get to go in and celebrate a, a big win. That that's important, and uh, that's why we're coming out there and 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 
playing with our hair on fire every night. So I heard that, Coach. Well, of course, you also want those seniors to walk out on a on a W and feel good about it. And it's also a great way to cap a season and build for the future. And so we definitely wish you luck. And we know that community is going to come out and support. The game will be on Thursday. That's it is an adjustment due to officiating and uh, you know uh, lack of officiating, I should say. Uh, so the game will be Thursday night, 7 p.m. at Hernando. And we ask all to come out and, you know, support the Conquistadors on their big game and uh, do what they do and go win, man. And so, uh, Coach, again, we wish you luck and really appreciate you joining the podcast as always. It's always a pleasure. And uh, have a great week of practice. All right. Sounds great. I appreciate it. Make sure everybody brings a coat on Thursday. It looks like it's going to be nice and cold out there for some football. I heard that. Perfect weather, Coach. Perfect. Again, thanks for your time, Coach. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Man, it's awesome to hear you talk about history being made, Coach, and what a fantastic game against a crosstown rival. So let's get to the other side of that. Here is Coach Hectorn. Hey, guys. I got Coach Hectorn with me. Coach, how are we doing on this fine Halloween? Doing good, man. Doing really good. Got big plans for the family today? Uh, a little trick-or-treating and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll get out and uh, let the kids run around and get way too much candy that I'm I'm going to eat most of and probably don't need to, but uh, I just can't seem to help myself sometimes. Oh, I know. So, uh, so what's, <laughs> what's your favorite candy, Coach? Tell me the truth. Man, uh, that's pretty tough. Um, well, everybody's got that one thing they're looking for the first time they look in their kids' well, it, it Well, if it, that's it. I mean, it's definitely the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you can go wrong. Nope. Uh, problem is – uh, most people are probably like me, and if you have a mixed bag of candy you're handing out, you're taking those. You're not handing those out. So right. they're a little bit harder to come by, but uh, no, that'd be my go-to. I heard that, brother. I heard that. Well, Coach, let's talk about Friday night. Super sloppy conditions there at the Berg, Jamestown, Olive Branch, Crosstown Rival comes in. Um, you know, it looks like the, the game was, uh, you know, got a little heavy up front with a 21-0 lead into going into halftime, which really probably could have been 14-0. But, uh, you know, it looks like you guys battled hard. They stayed in the game, uh, even made some scores. Um, and uh, what, what, what was your thoughts on the game? Yeah, it was, um, you know, first first time all year we've really played in, in any conditions like that. And you know, our, our field is, is now chewed up pretty good. Um, you know, and, and like you said, we, you know, get down 21 nothing there going to the half, which we give up a long pass that, uh, you know, honestly, the ball kind of floats. We have two guys there and, and um, you know, they just kind of go up and get it. And next thing you know, with 14 seconds left, it's 21 nothing instead of, you know, 14 nothing. And, you know, probably conditions that, that fit their style of play a little better than ours. But, um, you know, our kids played really hard and, and uh, you know, they, they didn't, you know, complain about anything. They, they just went out and played and, and, you know, regardless of the, uh, field conditions and, and the, the rain and different things else that we face, they, uh, they played really hard. So I'm really proud of them for that. That's awesome coach. You know, you, you have to worry, man, that kids lay down early or quit, you know, in the game and, uh, you know, no one from the stands, no one that I was that I talked to was there, saw any of that. If anything, there was a lot of good energy going on all the way through the contest. And like I said, y'all were able to score 14 points and have some big plays, even a nice little double move uh, for a big touchdown pass. Um, so yeah, there's some stuff to build on for the future for sure. Absolutely. You know, we we'd kind of uh, just kind of running little short hitches all night long, and and uh, finally, our, you know, our offense quarter made it coordinator made a great call and said hey they're gonna keep coming up and tack on that for five let's see what we can get over the top and and uh made a great great play great throw and and get a score there we get another score a little bit later uh set up by a big pass and uh 
big catch and run and and they were able to kind of run it in there for a, a, a two-yard touchdown and um, you know, so again, we did some good things and, uh, you know, just got to be a little bit more consistent with it. And, and, uh, but again, you know, the conditions made what we do a little bit more difficult, but, um, again, our kids played really hard you talk about quit. I mean, there was none of it at all. I mean, they, they played to the very last second and, and, um, and, uh, again, really proud of, uh, their effort because like you said, it, it didn't have to be that way, but, but they chose to go out and, and practice hard last week and, and they played hard all night, Friday night. That's awesome, Coach. That's great to hear. I know all the branch came out with a lot of mustard. Uh, I know they basically turned into a, a run team only. Uh, they've struggled to have the pass a lot this year. Um, and I know they made a, a unique adjustment for the ball game, put eight and nine linemen down on the field and just kind of ran right at you. And, uh, you know, in those kind of conditions, uh, if you can do that, it's a great decision. And if you can't, it's a terrible decision. So uh, I know that had to be a, a unique adjustment. But from what I can tell, you guys did the best they could in the situation. And like I said, the outcome shows that y'all were competitive. Uh, your kids didn't lay down. And overall, it's a great result. But, um, Coach, let's talk about next week. This is the last game of the season. Uh, last game is also a home game there at Jamestown. Y'all going to be playing on Thursday night um, versus DeSoto Central, who just came off a disastrous loss to South Haven 41 to seven in their own mayor's cup, which is their biggest game of the year. Uh, you know, what do you, what are you feeling like when going into this game? Well, I mean, they've, they've had a, uh, they've had a pretty good year and, you know, they've got athletes all over the place. They've got a running back that is, uh, is pretty good. It's been good for several years. They've got a, a receiver that, uh, you know, is uh, big and physical, uh, a tight end. That's, uh, you know, a really good player for him as well. So, um, we know we'll have our hands full uh, when they, they come here. But, you know, again, and kind of like we've said all year and, and, and really is kind of my philosophy overall that it's about us. I mean, we've got to show up and, and we've got to play. We've got to execute. We've got to, you know, lift each other up and we've got to encourage each other. And if we can do those things like that, that's what we're looking for. And that's what we're trying to to get our guys to understand. And, um, you know, just kind of going back to last week, I think they did that. I think they kind of figured it out. I, I wish they could have figured that out, you know, uh, several weeks ago, and, and maybe things would be feeling a little bit different right now. But, um, you know, that, that's what we've got to do Friday night, or I'm sorry, Thursday night. That's when I'm going to be hard to say that all week. But, um, you know, we're just going to go out here and, and, and fight and, and uh, you know, try to execute what we do. And um, we do that. It really doesn't matter who we face. I heard that, Coach. Well, you never know, man. You could, this could be the game where things gel. Maybe after the loss of DeSoto Central, uh, that there's maybe some injuries or some dissension in the ranks, and maybe there's a loss of will. You never know. They could come out and come out real flat, and y'all could have the game of your life and really upset the apple cart. The uh, playoff situation for 6A is in, uh, is up in the air after for, uh, Horn Lake defeated South Winola in OT. Um, right now, whoever wins and loses the very the last game is going to determine the fate uh, between three teams in the playoffs. Um, you know, because uh, there's three teams vying for the third and fourth spot, and y'all could really upset the apple cart, go out on a high note with a W, and possibly put DeSoto Central out of the playoffs completely with a loss. Um, so you know, it could be some good extra motivation for y'all. Yeah, well, like I said, we're you know we're we're just we're worried about us. You know, we're focused on on the Lewisburg Patriots, and and um, you know we would love to be you know competing for an extra week, but uh, if this is it, this is all we got. Hey, we're going to go give our absolute best, and um, again, that's all we're ever going to ask out of our guys. I heard that, Coach. Now, will y'all be doing senior night for Thursday? 
Uh, we will. We will. So we'll have uh, our senior night festivities. We'll, we'll be right before our game and we'll honor our uh, 21 seniors that we have and, and uh, you know, thank them for, you know, for everything they've done for our program. And, you know, especially, you know, the last last year and a half or so has been difficult on them going through a, a coaching change and, you know, when things being different this year and, uh, you know, and, and kind of knowing that, hey, you're laying the foundation versus kind of getting to reap the benefits of, what we're building, um, that's that's not easy. And uh, I'm, I'm really proud of the way that a lot of these guys have showed up and, and just kind of understood that. You know, there's there's not too many uh, contractors out there that bring the, the homeowner they're building a house for and say, look how, good, look how beautiful this foundation is. <laughs> you know, but at the end of it is when all everybody wants to come and look and see the finished product. So, you know, there's not a lot of um, uh, necessary glory and, and what they've had to do this year, but uh, that hasn't stopped them. They've, they've continued to uh, try to help us build this program where we want it to go. And, and uh, we're, we're really excited about getting out and being able to uh, honor them before the game. Awesome, Coach. I think it's great. Well, Coach, I definitely want to say I hope you all have a great week of practice and wish you all luck Thursday night. And I hope the seniors go out on a, on a very positive note and you all are able to continue to build towards the program and its direction. And as always, appreciate your time on the podcast. Yes, sir. As always, thank you as well. It's been a tough season, Coach, but it's fantastic to hear you still have so much positivity to talk about your players and where the program is going to be heading. Finally, we're going to talk to Coach Peacock. Hey, guys. I've got Coach Peacock with me. Coach, man, how are we doing on this fine Saturday? Oh, making it, man. Making it. You watching any college football today? Uh, no, I've just been uh, hanging out with the family. Well, sometimes that's a good thing. It's a Halloween weekend, so it's definitely a family weekend. Now, your youngsters are a little old. I don't guess they're going to be trick-or-treating this time, are they? Oh, yeah. We'll probably – we go to – my daughter probably will anyway. We go to some friend's house and uh, hang out tomorrow night, and they'll walk around the neighborhood probably. How about that? I have a – that's all right. Well, Coach, Friday night, man, I got to say, I know the weather uh, was not favorable and the field was sloppy, but – it was a great game, Coach. I mean, really enjoyed watching it. Hernando is a really good team. It has come on really strong lately, uh, you know, led by Wilkie, who's the, probably the number one quarterback in the state, a Southern Miss commit. You know, the weather kind of hampered his style, but the guy's a great runner and, uh, you know, just as we're a good running team. And it was just back and forth, back and forth. But unfortunately, it just kind of came up short at the end. Couldn't pull it out. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, you know, I thought um, I told the kids after the game, I think one of the biggest differences was it was our first kind of rain game this year they kind of had the advantage in that they had played they played the Southern Central in a huge downpour and I think they had another game in wet conditions and and it was our first one so and we didn't we didn't handle it very well I didn't feel like I really felt like it would give us an advantage um just because of what we do offensively and what they do offensively but we had kind of practiced um for them to throw the ball a little more and done some things that way and then you know, they got their start running back back, number 10. Uh, he was really good. And then Wilkie, obviously, is a pretty good runner. A dang good quarterback, like I said, one of the tops in the state for sure. Um, great family. And uh, they just, you know, were able to uh, protect the football better than we did. I think we had several turnovers and just not, you know, securing the ball like we needed to a couple times. And uh, but I thought our kids played hard for the most part. Um, you know, we kept fighting. Uh, we got down two scores, and it would have been easy to kind of just give up there. And then we come back, and we we pop the hitch and pitch for about a seventy yard touchdown, and and get back within one score. Try to kick an, an onside kick. It just probably should have kicked it deep. 
they they prepared for an onside kick and and we and then so we were we were going to kind of try to pooch it and anyway whatever we, miscommunication and uh, probably should have just kicked it deep and tried to pin them deep and uh, tried to held them down there close and made them punt. But uh, real proud of our kids and, and their effort. You know, obviously you always want to win senior night, but um, you got one more shot to go down to South Panola, base full of story program and just, uh, you know, throw everything you got at them and see what happens. Absolutely, Coach. I will say one thing you did say that really strikes a nerve, Coach, is our seniors really played hard. You know, like Eric and Mark and Mari, like the ones you talked about. I don't think there was a clean spot on the jersey, helmet, face masks, mouthpiece, cleats. You talk about laying it all out there the entire game. Uh, they were. I was super proud of our guys, um, the way they stuck with it. Uh, they tried to fight in the game. A lot of emotions, but keeping good composure. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's anything to hang your head about. Of course, you definitely want to win. You're absolutely correct, but uh, I think the kids played hard and you know shot a lot of showed a lot of heart, a lot of courage, and. Uh, super proud of them for that. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, Sal Panola coming up this Thursday. Uh, you know, that is coming off a loss, a shocking loss to Horn Lake and overtime. Uh, crazy uh, result at the end of that game. Um, so I'm sure they're going to be thirsty to try to make sure to rebound from that. And uh, that, that doesn't spell well for our guys coming down this Thursday, you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, we just got to go down there and, 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 Try to you know shorten the game, protect the football, do all the little things right, and see what happens. You know, obviously they're a good team, they're well coached. Coach Woods, um, you know, we're from the same area, uh, Choctaw County, um, around French Camp, Ackerman. When I was in high school, he was the head coach at Ackerman, and so I've known kind of who he was. I know he's a great coach. Um, coached against him several times when I was at Clinton, and they were in the midst of the streak. So, you know, we just got to go down there and. and uh, you know, see what we can throw at them and see what happens. Um, it's going to be a – they got a turf field, so the, the conditions won't be bad. It won't, it won't be like playing on uh, the field we played on Friday night. So even though it's supposed to rain, the, the, the field conditions will be, you know, really nice. Um, you know, and uh, it's their senior night. So I uh, just want to go down there and uh, be our last game. So give everything we got and throw what we can at them and see what happens. Absolutely, Coach. I couldn't agree with you more. And I look forward to watching the game and seeing the guys finish up the season strong, uh, trying to go out as winners. And uh, even if it doesn't win the ball game, go out and play the best you can and leave it all out there on the field. That's what everybody wants. Um, Coach, as always, man, I can't thank you enough for your time. I always appreciate you coming on the pod and, you know, talking about the boys. And, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been an up-and-down season. I know it hadn't gone the way we wanted to with a lot of things between injuries and kids missing, COVID, whatever you want to say. But it was good to see that they got to finish the whole season and uh, play and, uh, you know, and have a good time doing it and a lot of seniors grow from it. And uh, I appreciate your efforts and uh, want to wish you good luck on uh, Thursday. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I know, you know, going into this season, you didn't really know what to expect. Uh, I know, I'd, I obviously, we'd rather win a few more games, but I'd, I'd much rather get to play them on the field than, you know, be, uh, you know, what was it, five and two last year and, and have to lose two based off of COVID. So, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely better to, to get, them, get them settled out on the field uh, instead of uh, just having to forfeit them like we had to last. I agree, Coach, 100%. Letting the kids play is the best part of the sport, and the winning is the icing on the cake. And so uh, really look forward to Thursday and wish you luck. And as always, really appreciate your time. Yeah, man, no problem. All right, Coach, talk to you soon. Thank you for coming on, Coach. It's always fun to have a running team in that kind of weather. Sorry we couldn't get the win, but there is still always positives to build off of.
Absolutely, Coach. I really, really appreciate it. Guys, we hope you all enjoyed our post-game show as always. And make sure you're telling your friends about it and look forward to basketball season. If you know you got some basketball friends out there who really enjoy high school sports, we really want to get as much information as possible. I know there's a lot of people who take stats, notes, and stuff. Please make sure you add OB Pod to your Twitter attachments so that we get your information that you put out there and we'll put it on the show. We want to make sure we have as much detailed information for these kids to support their programs, uh, their their successes and their stats and maybe that'll help them maybe get some scholarship opportunities down the road thanks for listening to the ob pod coaches post game show with jason russell alan peacock and dustin hector and now that your three brain cells are saturated with football knowledge go tell your friends where you got it see you next week All right, Cash, it's that time, man. Monday Night Football is upon us. How did we do from last week? Uh, it's just ugly. Like I, I feel like we're always on the wrong side of the right bet. I mean, the game starts off with DK Metcalf getting one of the most egregious offensive pass interference I've ever seen, not called, and then just has an 86-yard touchdown. And, of course, the Saints only win 13-10. to If that touchdown doesn't happen, it's probably 13-3 to in a walkaway fashion. It, it's just... You feel like you're on the right side, and every big play has just been against us. And it's the first time we're in the negative. I feel bad. I'm riding on all of these, and I, I want to say like it's something worse than bad luck, but that's just all it feels like. I, well, you know what? You got to shake it off, man. It's just like, it's exactly like haters it. out there. You got to shake it off. Go with your gut. So, what are we looking at this week? Well, we're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs against the New York Giants, and the Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. So, you're sitting right there around the key number of 10. It's a nice little easy football score to see, touchdown and a field goal. And we're going to attack this game a little bit differently. Both of these defenses are completely atrocious. There's no way around it. Now, that. The reason I said 10 is a key number is there's something that as we as gamblers like to look at as a backdoor cover. The Chiefs could easily be up 14, not care about the tail end, and then the Giants score a touchdown at the very end. And instead of winning by 14, they win by 7 or 13-6. You know, you got those things like that. But something that we do know is going to happen, points. Points are certainly going to happen. The total is set at 52. So all we're going to do is we're going to get our popcorn ready. We're going to get excited for explosive plays and just watch them score and have a bonanza. We're going to take the over of this game, which is set at 52, and just let Patrick Mahomes and Danny Dimes score touchdowns at will against each other as we see this game ending somewhere around 33 to 28, which gets us over that key number of 52. There you go, guys. Hopefully, we we'll get back in the green this week and uh, you know start being prosperous again. Absolutely. As always, guys, we hope you enjoy our show. We really appreciate you listening. Some I know sometimes it gets long, sometimes it's short, but we we feel like we put the best content we can for you guys. Always check out our brother podcast down there in Hernando, who does a very similar show. That is Under the Water Tower, and that is ran by our buddies Derek and Matt. They do a phenomenal, phenomenal production. They just had Corey Usseldon on the other day, talking about the new Hernando High School and some other stuff going on. It's a great little listen. So go check them out again. That's at Under the Water Tower really enjoy our show, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. It helps us when it comes to our search quality as well as promoting our show so that promotes our community. It really, really helps us out. So we're going to go ahead and say thanks. But until next week, I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all then.